Blog Talk Radio. We believe in sacredness of the masjid. We don't believe in sacredness of a Muslim. You know how sacred a Muslim is in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anywhere. Assalamu alaikum. Awarakumatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm your host, Saifu Haq. And you're listening to the Dean of Adunia show, the number one Islamic radio show in America. Alhamdulillah. Tonight's show, um, very special, very different. Inshallah, I wanted to address some certain things. But like always, we want to begin by praising Allah and His Messenger, the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And alhamdulillah, that's the inahu, that's the fiddahu. Wa na'udhu billahi min shuru'i nfusana. Wa min sari ali malina. Min yadi lahu fala mudulina. Wa min yukla fala hadila. Wa sharamu la ilaha lallahu aktihu la shariqila. Wa sharu anna muhammadin abduhu rasuluhu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Am I back? Before I begin, I'd like to say all praise belongs to Allah. We seek his aid, we seek his guidance, we seek his help. We seek refuge in the law from Shaitan and his minions, and we seek refuge in the law from the footprints of Shaitan that will lead us to hell for now. And we ask the law, depending on the island, to forgive us for our sins, our faults, and our errors. And whoever Allah guides, none can lead astray. And whoever Allah leads astray, none can guide. And I bear witness without any hesitation, any compulsion, that is no God but Allah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. And I bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his last prophet and the messenger. Am I back? Tonight, alhamdulillah, we want to discuss uh, Islam and spiritual, uh, the spiritual pandemic here in, Amer- here in America, inshallah. And um, if it pleases the loss of penalty to Isla, this is what we want to discuss, inshallah. May Allah may He guide our tongue. Inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I like to say salaam alaykum to all the Muslims and the believers in the world. Inshallah. I named this particular show "Spiritual Pandemic" because I believe that a lot of Muslims, a lot of us, we have a very um, we have diseases in our hearts. That is uh, conflicting with the Quran and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And you may ask, why? What do you mean? A lot of us are diseased with um, certain things in our life that basically kind of like eat away at our, our belief, our core belief in Islam, our core. You know, belief is Muslims. Our core, you know, spiritual, uh, our spiritual guidance, you might say, from a lost dependent to Isla. I'll give you an example. You know, um, Muslims are obligated. If they want to be successful, they are obligated to follow the Quran and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. If you read throughout the Quran If you read Hadith Allah and his messenger has made it crystal clear If you want to be successful If you want to gain Jannah If you want to gain paradise 
a lawless messenger has made it crystal clear what path to follow. How to follow that path and how much of the path should you follow. Throughout the Quran, a law subpoena to Allah has clearly said, obey Allah and obey his messenger and obey those in authority amongst you. If anything differs, then return back to Allah's messenger for the answer, for clarification. I say there is a spiritual pandemic in the Muslims in America and abroad because we're not practicing true Islam. Most of us. Because if you want to practice true Islam, there's certain things that you have to establish. That's first and foremost. We have to understand that. Islam is not like any other religion. Islam success is tied in Muslim and um, sisters, brothers and sisters working together. If you look at some of the wars that the Messenger of Allah fought in, when the Muslims disobeyed the Messenger of Allah, then they ultimately failed. And they suffered a great loss. But when the Muslims adhere to the Quran and Sunnah and obey Allah's Messenger, without question, then they are successful. The average Muslim in America in 2020, they haven't seen true brotherhood or true sisterhood in a very long time. They haven't displayed true brotherhood and true sisterhood in a very long time. We treat each other as if our blood is not sacred. We treat each other as if the Quran and the Sunnah have not made clear how we should be as Muslims in America, Muslims in this time, Muslims in all time until the day of judgment. We have we 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 like we act like the Quran has not made it crystal clear who Allah loves and who Allah hates. We, we, we act like we don't know these things We act like we don't know Who is a Muslim and who is not a Muslim What do I mean by that? People who take their shahada Who say la ilaha Allah I'm talking about imams I'm talking about Muslims that, that, that go to work 9 to 5 I'm talking about Muslims who are um, Laid in the hospital I'm talking about Muslims who go to the masjid, Muslims who don't go to the masjid. If you was to bring all the Muslims who took their shahada, let's hypothetically say, for for just for uh, for instance, let's say a hundred million Muslims in America took their shahada. All right. So if you brought a hundred million Muslims together in America, and you asked them, can you tell me the definition of a Muslim? The general definition of a Muslim. What do a Muslim pray? And what do a Muslim follow? Those three questions. What do a Muslim believe in that makes you Muslim? How do a Muslim pray? And what do a Muslim follow? Right? You brought those 100 million Muslims together. And maybe, maybe, maybe. 20% of those Muslims can give you the same exact answer according to the Quran and Sunnah. Maybe. 
Why? Because you got people who take their shahada, been Muslim for 10, 15 years, and haven't studied any ounce of Islam at all. Nothing. You have imams that have been Muslim for 30 years that still believe that the nation of Islam members are Muslim. You still have Muslims believe that Farrakhan is a Muslim. You have Muslims who believe that the Ahmadiyya movement are Muslim. I'm being crystal clear with you. I'm being so serious. I watched the other day on YouTube, right? There was a Muslim brother named Iman Bashir. That was his name, Iman Bashir from New York. And he was debating a non-Muslim brother. Well, see, this is what I'm saying. Let me clarify this. I was watching a debate on YouTube with a man who calls himself Muslim. Let me clarify that. A man who calls himself Muslim, and his name was Iman Bashir. Right? And he was debating a, um, a brother named... Uh, Okay, so I was watching a, a, a debate on YouTube. A brother who calls himself Iman Bashir, who was debating a, a brother named Brother Polite. They was debating an aspect of Islam, right? In their debate, they was debating whether Bilal ibn Rabah was a Muslim before he met the Prophet Muhammad. This is what they was debating. Right, so Iman Bashir said that Bilal he became a Muslim before he met the Prophet Muhammad. He knew about Islam before he met the Prophet Muhammad, and he took his shahada before he met the Prophet Muhammad. And he called himself an Iman. This is the confusion that I'm speaking about. And he was making the same Islam was a black. Ignorance. It's just ignorance all over the place. It's a spiritual pandemic in, in the Muslim belief in America and abroad. People, we don't know what Islam is and what Islam is not. Why? Because a lot of people are not studying. They don't take the time to learn the Quran and the Sunnah. They don't take the time to sit under someone and learn what the religion entails, what is obligated for you to learn as a Muslim. Even if you just learned the basics, you don't have to be a scholar or a student of knowledge. Even if you just learned the basics because you are obligated to learn the basis of the religion, to learn how to pray, to learn what you believe in, to learn what you follow. You're obligated to learn the basics. Why? Because the basics is the five pillars, right? The basics is you pray five times a day. The basics is you take your shahada. All right, so let's deal with this. If every Muslim, to become a Muslim, you have to take your shahada, right? When you take your shahada, you are obligated to learn who Allah is, who this messenger is, right? You're obligated to learn these things. 
What do Allah want from you as a believer? How do you follow the Prophet Muhammad? Who is he? Why must I say a shadow and the Muhammad Rasulullah? So you are obligated to learn about him. It makes no sense to take your shahada. I believe there's no God but Allah. And I believe Muhammad is his messenger, but you don't know nothing about Allah, and you don't know nothing about his messenger, and it doesn't behoove you to learn about Allah and his messenger. As a Muslim, you're told to pray five times a day. Most Muslims don't even know how to pray correctly. And if they pray, know how to pray correctly, then they learn how to pray correctly. They learn from YouTube or Google. They haven't really sat with anybody to learn how to pray. In the religion of Islam, everyone since the time of the Prophet Muhammad have sat down with someone to learn how to pray. Learn how to pray. How to make your prayer. Even in the time of the Sahabas, one Sahaba came in the masjid and he made prayer. And when he got up, the Prophet Muhammad said, you have not prayed. Go pray. So he went and prayed again. And when he got up, the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam said, you have not prayed. Go pray again. So he went to go pray again. When he got up, the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam said, you have not prayed. Go pray again. He said, by Allah, I don't know no other prayer but what I'm doing. So the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam showed him how to pray. Because when he was making prayer, he was going through Qiyam, uh, Suju, and, and all the positions in prayer fast. He wasn't taking his time. He was just rushing his prayer. So the prophet said, that's not Salat. That's not how you pray. That's not how I pray. That's not how I taught people how to pray. You can't just do your own thing. You can't just do your own thing. There's a, a specific way, model, how to pray, how to make Salat. It's at a certain speed, a certain rhythm that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu taught the Sahaba. And they taught the Tabi'een, and the Tabi'een taught the Tabi Tabi'een. And 400 years is a specific way how to learn how to pray. Most Muslims don't even know that. So even if you learn about Allah's Messenger, then you will learn who a Muslim, who's a Muslim and who is not. Then you will realize why it is pitiful that people believe certain people are Muslim. The Ahmadiyyad movement believed that there was another prophet after Prophet Muhammad. That right there automatically nullifies their Islam. In the book of Akhidat Hawiyah, it is the consensus that anyone who claims prophethood after the Prophet Muhammad is a habitual liar. Simple. So anyone who believes that this person is a prophet has nullified the Islam. You can't say, I believe that Allah is the I believe Ahmed is the last prophet. No, that right there nullifies your Islam. Because when you take a shahada, you say, I shadow in the law. There's no God but Allah. I shadow in the Muhammad or Rasulullah. And I believe that the Prophet Muhammad is his last prophet. But these, these are basic things in Islam. This is the basics. Most Muslims don't even know the basics. 
is not trying to learn the basics. Their Aikido from a fundamental aspect is, is jacked up. What do I mean by that? That their Aikido from a fundamental aspect is backed up. Aikido got basic fundamentals, right? For an example, the six articles of faith is the fundamentals of Aikido. We believe in one God, right? We believe in the angels. We believe in his, his messengers. We believe in his books. He sent down books. We believe that everything is decreed. We believe that there will be death and resurrection. Just the basic fundamentals. Basic fundamentals. For a Muslim to believe that there are other gods besides the loss of penalty island. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of them might not even say it with their with their tongue, but they say it with their actions. A lot of Muslims believe in horoscopes and and and, and reading, you know, palm reading and things like that. They put their faith in those things when part of he is you accept nothing other than what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you. No psychic reading can tell you anything about your your horoscope or your sign. We jacked up. We are a spiritual society with written with pandemic of heedlessness. Heedlessness. A lot of Muslims are messed up with heedlessness. They've been Muslim for ten years and still don't understand the definitions of Islam. You have Muslims running around and shit that they don't follow no hadith. They only follow the Quran. You have Muslims running around calling the Prophet Muhammad a pedophile. This is what's going on in the community. And not only Muslims is going around calling the Muslims a pedophile, you have other Muslims that's cool with these people who claim to be Muslims going around calling the Prophet Muhammad a pedophile. Everything is just fine. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, everyone is cool with it. You have Muslims becoming uh, transgenders, going to the mass. Transgenders are going to the masjid. Transgenders are going to the masjid. This is what's going on here. Because Muslims don't know what Islam is. Islam is very simple. Crystal clear is Mubin. It can't get more simpler than it is. Allah's messenger have said and clarified what Islam is to everyone in the entire earth. The problem is a lot of Muslims are not learning their religion. A lot of Muslims don't love they don't know what love is. They don't. They don't know how to love like a Muslim. Because a lot of Muslims are coming from Kufar relationships And they haven't took the time To learn What spiritual love is What love Fisibidila is I know you hear it all the time I love you Fisibidila You hear it all the time I love you Fisibidila But they don't know what love Fisibidila is They have no clue No clue at all 
That's the issue. That's the problem. A lot of sisters say, I want to be in love with my husband before we get married. Right? Marriage is a social contract between the bride and the groom. That this man financially can take care of this woman. And this woman 